0: Good morning pile seven o'clock jim and the buckeye boy from the Bozarth miller chevrolet Buick studios the most trusted name in automobiles thanks for starting your thursday with us cake did a fine job yesterday but always good to have you back buckeye yeah
1: good to be back nice to have a day off middle of the week
0: for a rare occasion yeah that is is unique it's odd yeah. it's but you had a reason why you mm-hmm. went to the exodus concert yes i did leave Dylan was there? Did you see? I think it was Dylan that went.
1: I don't think so. <laughs> I was there bright and early. Um it was great. Yeah, and uh, there's a little bit of the whole uh we're just uh, let's knock you over and then just kind of leave you there.
0: Uh, I, Dylan, didn't, can- I didn't get into the pit cuz I'm too old and cranky for that sort of thing. Because Dylan, he was there. It was Dylan. Yeah. Because he had the text about the uh, mosh pit yep. etiquette.
1: Yeah. If you knock someone over, help them up because they're
0: gonna get trampled in a bigger area there. And that was his complaint. It yeah. was you. You've got to help people up. You can't just. heard a little do that. bit of
1: that I saw. So, I did not. Full disclosure. I. This is, may make me soft, and that's fine. I didn't stay for the for the whole show.
0: That's okay. That's.
1: I got about. Well. Three and a half songs into fit for an autopsy, and I'm just like, it's not, it's not working for me. It was not. You really, came yeah. to see
0: Exodus. That was your number one priority. Yeah, and I, I gave the, them a yeah. shot.
1: They have a great light show in an arena or a stadium. That'd be a killer light show, with the smoke and the lights and the lasers and that sort of right. thing. Mesa's a little small. It's a little thin. And well,
0: it's an old movie theater. It's an old movie
1: theater. But when the lights are at eye level and just nonstop, like just flashing, not like strobing, moving around. Well, just just flash, 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 flash. Yeah, It's a little bit like, mm, okay, this is a little bit not my thing. So I bolted. I got out of there about uh, five songs deep. Supported the band, bought some merch that's good it's yeah. always good so tip my bartender
0: so. which is they always appreciate yeah. the gratuity
1: so it um, was good though openers surprised me you never know with openers and who opened let's see this band called undeath they were all right uh darkest hour was pretty decent they've been around for a while my one complaint it's not really a complaint but the opener Undeath was very deliberate about when a new song was going to start. Darkest Hour really wasn't. I just, it just—it just went like, "Is this? Is this the same song? No, this is. No, it's a different song. A think,
0: different than the last one, but also, do you prefer there to be the Pope? We're done. If next I don't song?
1: know you, yes,
0: that—that's a good—that's that, yeah. a
1: valid point. If, if you're, you're opening, most people aren't there to see you. No offense. If you're the curtain jerker, doors are at 6, you go on at 7.05, you probably need to be like they were. Like, hey, this is a, this is a new song, or this is one of our old ones. Because I mean, you're introducing may- yourself, yeah.
0: particularly if you're a newer band, you're introducing right. your your work to everybody. And- for
1: not top seat, really didn't need to do that. They were the headliner. They went on last, sure. right? Most people were there to see them. A bunch of old people like me were there to see Exodus and get our jam on and then leave at and go home 9.45. <laughs> make it an early
0: night. It's okay. It's a, nothing wrong with that.
1: Exodus was awesome though. Bunch of bunch of 60-year-old grandpas up there on stage just killing it. It's fantastic.
0: I'm trying to remember the last time it was college when and I was never like a big mosh pit guy cuz mm-hmm. I was never a big big like punk guy cuz mosh yeah. pits were more punk back in the day. Back mm-hmm. when this guy was was going to college yeah. and work at the college radio station, and then it became more of a metal thing as punk and thrash mm-hmm. thrash kind of evolved, kind of came together a little bit, right? And, and so, I mean, there be some be some nasty uh oh, yeah, back they're... in the days. we were talking about punks from the you know in the eighties, the remnants of the seventies of the punk movement, mm-hmm. and here locally we're you know we're a little bit behind things, and so you had guys that were, you know, you go to a concert, and it may not necessarily be a kind of a mush pity thing, but it would Mm -hmm. turn into that sometimes, and uh, I remember that a couple times, where it's just, yeah, you just, you kind of, you don't want to be a jerk, mm -hmm. but times you, there are times you kind of had to be a jerk. I know, I've been to concerts, I've been,
1: I remember distinctly a Metallica show where the seats in front of us were empty until... Like, right before Metallica took the stage, the guys showed up. They didn't bother to see any of the openers, no merch, nothing. They walk into the building, get a couple of beers, and let's go jam for two hours. And that's fine. I got to the the line outside downtown, like, 20, 20 minutes before the doors. Because I'm very particular. I sit where I want to sit if it's open seating. Right. And so I get there, and I'm, like, 15th in line.
0: I'm like, ooh. Ooh. No. This <laughs> not, is not good. Not
1: liking this spot. Like, this is not good. The one, one like I'll be fine getting my seat and merch and the whole thing, and that was perfect. But also like, doors are opening here soon, and there's no one in this line except for these fifty. I'm like, this is not good. By the time Exodus, place
0: was packed. It was great to yeah, see. Yeah, that's good. Well, like that's good. a bunch
1: of young kids too. I'm like, oh, the metal
0: is strong with that. <laughs> what makes you still like metal? I mean, now that you're forty. 40- you're still, you're 40, right? You're yeah. right on 40 I'm right stuff. on 40 for, Approaching for 41. another month and a half. Approaching 41.
1: What makes me still, I just, I don't know, really. I just do. You know what I mean? It's hard to.
0: Oh, it's the same with me. It's like if I hear a new Judas Priest song or Maiden, mm-hmm. or I mean, there's certain bands. I'm not, I, I'm, Exodus was around when, yeah. when I was in college and we played at some. I never became a big fan mm-hmm. of, of of more like the speed metal, like right. that kind of stuff back in the day. Um. Uh, but, I mean, there's bands I still, Saxon, Just mm-hmm. Priest, you know, Scorpions, bands like that, that I still, when something new comes, I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. c- color me intrigued and, like, and, and, and things like that. So I still, but I still love the, s- the sound. I still love mm-hmm. you know, Bruce Dickinson's voice and Rob right. Halford. And I you know, love bands. I mean, I love a great the vocals. Great riff
1: and great drumming will get me to stick around a song Absolutely. a lot longer. a great open a great great open to a song is is crucial and you know for me like i get and i understand blast beats have their purpose at times but i don't need four minutes of just i don't need that because it's just like nope this is not not my jam now there are some bands that there are songs that it's nothing but blast beats then there are other songs where okay that's that's pretty dope like a band like cannibal corpse you watch him in the Ace Ventura movie. That's a lot of their songs, even now, even though that movie's thirty years old. But there are some occasional songs where I'm like, okay, that's pretty awesome. Right. Like that line is really deep, or that lyrical content is really cool, or that just sounds awesome. And you know what? This song annoys my neighbors, so I like this song. <laughs> so you really like that song because <laughs> a lot of his songs annoy me. So little back and forth A little back and, forth, there. Little, uh, back and forth.
0: Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. It was a good time. And it's. It's nice we have whether well, it's Las Colonia's or mm-hmm. the, the local venues uh, like like Mason others yeah. that, that Avalon that. That have shows that come here that and, uh, you know always have to make the trek over to, to denver go to salt lake to watch something there are a bunch of enjoy. guys in
1: line and we're talking like okay who's next who do we want to see next and we're listing off like 20 to 30 different bands <laughs> like bands that have never been here bands that haven't been here for 20 years or whatever it's like how about this band or this
0: band or this band it's like that'd be great so yesterday we had a thing about uh Bad band names, and not that Exodus is a bad band name. It's a, it's actually a really good band name. But we got out this whole bad, bad band name thing. Mm-hmm. You brought up an intriguing thing. I've got a couple things I want to have the pile comment on today. Okay. One, one sports related. One, one not here. You're talking with you know your 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 fellow metalheads mm-hmm. about who you'd like to see next here. Who would you like to see realistically? Okay. Yeah. And this is like, not, not this Metallica is Metallica. This is anything. any yeah. This is any genre. This doesn't have to be. Metal. It can be mm-hmm. it can be country. It can be the you and not talking about like country jam and stuff like that. That's kind of a different. You're going to get some major acts yeah. that, that show up for that. But like a Lost Colonies. Like we've had Incubus mm-hmm. perform there. Uh, the Wallflowers. I mean, yeah. in recent years, Llama uh, God,
1: God was there. Yeah, Lama for, from a metal band. You know, for
0: a metal band. Llama God was there. Uh, you know, a lot of different. You know, we've had Ludacris in town mm-hmm. and, and Nelly. Nelly, yep, Snoop. I mean, so a lot of different different you know, variety of genres have come some to town big names. yeah some some really big names. but who would you like to see come to town? whether it's it's like Los Colonius or just wherever in town? For me, they're that's realistic like yeah. we're talking about here. it's not not going to be a major... Taylor Swift is not going right. to show up Metallica okay Iron Man Sorry, and Kenny can like that.
1: yes. Uh, I would like to see the rest of the Bay Area, Bay Area Strikes Back crew, like Testament, Death Angel, type. They seem to be. They were on a bill with Exodus the last two years, so I figured that would be realistic. The fact that they're two are together and the Exodus has come here, right? So, like to see them. Would like to see um there's a Ukrainian band, Ginger. They're getting real mm-hmm. hot, right? Last three or four years. Like to see them. Um you know, kind of lower level like that. Sure, I, I think Cannibal Corpse would be awesome. Yeah, so I, you decide to come here. Yeah, I'm telling
0: you because like I don't know if like
1: of Shore or yeah. whatever Sleep Token, those guys are now too big, but they might be able to do like a Lost Colonius.
0: Yeah, so I think so, I mean bands like like Priest. I don't think Priest would ever come here. I don't think Scorpions would I mean, ever KK's come Priest here. might. That might, but I don't want to see. It. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to see that one because that's 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 not the real McCoy. No, that. No, I don't. I don't need to go for the great value, like the yeah. like the Walmart generic. I yeah. don't need to go for the great value version of of Judas Priest. Don't I don't need the, the
1: Wonder Nation yeah. Judas Priest?
0: Yeah, I, I don't need a generic. <laughs> I want the real thing. Private selection? <laughs> yeah, there we go, private selection. That's good. Uh, but it's not like Tesla. No, they're not a metal band. They're more of a hard rock band. Mm-hmm. They kind of flirt on the fringes. Jeff Keith always saw them at Rock Jam before they opened for the Scorpions yeah. when we saw them. They'd be fun to see. I could see them coming here. Mm-hmm. Cheap Trick would be fun to see. Yeah. They were great at Rock Jam years ago. I could see mm-hmm. them. Joan Robin's, Jett. Joan Jett would be fun to see. She might be almost... She'd need a riser. Yeah, she might be too... I don't know. She, she's she, been she, here. That's true. She has. She was middle-of-the-day Rock Jam girl yeah, once. True. Uh true. She's headlining. Yeah. She could come through. Yeah, she probably... Okay, yeah okay well she's in the realm of possibility yeah a uh, guy that i love is kurt vile so i'm over in denver like at the ogden we stayed at the scary comfort inn or whatever across the street <laughs> where it smelled like it smelled like clorox and that they crime scene cleanup people had come in yeah it smelled like somebody's last ever day was at a show across the street uh, exactly but i love kurt vile love his stuff he'd be great to see mm-hmm. But those are just a, the a satriani
1: few. steve I, tour should come through here that they're would, not going to but they that should. would be cool
0: uh sammy hagar in the circle would be fun mm-hmm. if they would make a stop here so those are a few if you got they could something
1: definitely do Los colonias
0: oh yeah oh there's yeah there, there's no doubt about that right. sammy would be fun he mm-hmm. still can can bring it and yeah he's still great
1: like there's some you know second or third tier metal bands that i'd like to come see, see come through here like overkill yeah. They're early day festival enough to where they could probably do a pretty good box at the Mesa Theater or whatever. Absolutely. Like Lacuna Coil, stuff like that.
0: Oh yeah. Lacuna coil, that's a good band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the other now 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 into the sports part of it here. So yeah. if you got you want to comment on somebody you'd like to see come to town, once again it's not not we've mentioned some metal stuff here, but it can be any act that's within the realm of possibility, with mm-hmm. not yeah, like I said, no Metallica or somebody like that that's yeah. way too big to ever come here. Um, Coach Prime had his little presser the other day and talking about the, the future of the Buffs and big things are in store though they just lost their offensive coordinator to San Diego State. Pat Shermer left? No, no. Oh, okay. The guy, okay, the guy that previously it's the guy who's had the job, placard
1: said offensive coordinator.
0: Was it? Actual? I mean, they lost Tim Brewster because they had to bump him out because they had to put Pat Shermer up in the booth. Yeah. And so Tim Brewster, the That's tight ends call, coach, left. Yeah, way to go. And so Sean Lewis is now the coach at San Diego State. And and then the numbers were, were pretty good, really good, with, with Sean Lewis as the offensive coordinator. Like around four, over 400 yards per game, mm-hmm. 35 points. And then Pat Shermer took over, and they averaged 20 points per game. <sighs> anyway. Can't imagine why. And there was the feeling that Sean Pat Lewis was kind, of, was, it was, it. was kind of the coach in waiting. For the day that we know that some point will happen. The day that's coming. Yeah, that Dion will leave and that Sean Lewis would be the perfect guy to slide right in to yeah. be the head coach of this team. And and so, I guess now some some recruits have decommitted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they the Hill, the four-star quarterback that said, nah, I I'm think I'm, I'm going to look around.
1: But, and I know I said it a little bit the other day because... They were saying it like, "Well, no, he just reopened because he's not coming as early, and wants to keep his." Okay, you keep telling yourself that I, he's not coming now because he decommitted. Because
0: I read his tweet, he yeah. said, "I'm decommitting, right?" And
1: I'm looking around. And I know people were trying to play it as well. He was going to come a year early, and now he just wants to keep his eye. Blah blah blah, and this and that. And it's like, well, he also saw that the coach could not get an offensive line good enough to protect his own kid. How's he going to protect me?
0: And so I'm gonna look somewhere else. Yeah, that he decommitted. Yeah, no, he, he, he did, said. Absolutely. He said I'm not going. As of the moment, I'm not planning on going to Colorado. I'm gonna look around. Yeah. So they, they lost Antoine Hill, 46 prospect in the 2025 class. Uh, so he decommitted. Danny O'Neill, three-star recruit, who chose Colorado at one point over Northwestern, Kentucky, Illinois, West Virginia, Syracuse, Cincinnati. He decommitted. So right now they have just eight. They have eight high school commitments for the 2024 class, which December 20th, by the way, is the early signing period, which is now really the show. The day. This is the day now. I I guess as you look back now where things are with Colorado and Coach Prime, while things are better than they were, let's, let's give him, let's give him the full credit they are things are better regardless of how things finished, and they only had a four win season. Mm-hmm. Things are better, but how concerned are you about Sean Lewis leaving? Tim Brewster leaves. You get all these kids that are decommitting now, and you only have right now the eight commits for this upcoming recruiting class. And you get transfer portal. That's that's where Coach Prime shines, but you can't. Fix everything to the transfer portal. I mean, you've got to have a foundation. That's some high school recruits. You got to have some guys stay year over year. Exactly. To teach the new
1: guys, how to play in your offense. absolutely.
0: And so you're pile your level of concern about Colorado football right now because it at one point it was the epicenter of the sports world for about four weeks until it wasn't. And now, which was congr- also
1: premature too. Right? Yes. Like it's it's a little. It's about half and half on Prime and the TV networks. Right. right? They, they they generated the buzz. Prime markets to this sort of thing. He gears and he craves the attention that this sort of thing brings. But also, you know, they his flash was masking a lot of problems on this team. And we said it. What Offensive was it, last line week?
0: problems, defensive, yeah. defensive issues with this team. I mean, can't run the
1: football. Week, the last two, I don't know what's been what. But we said it at some point this year. Like... People are pointing and laughing at Colorado. Like, ha ah, ha! What a season! It's three hundred percent increase in wins.
0: They went from one to four. Like, that's they beat Stanford. They beat Arizona. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't play badly against Utah. Even with a backup quarterback.
1: You flip their one-score they, games, they're going to a bowl game. They're, yeah, they're they're going. But also, they didn't really need to this year. They went from one to four. Any other first-year coach that took over a 1-11 and 11 team, that's enough to where, like, okay, there's something There's progress. And look, do. and look at all the close losses. Yeah. Only The
0: Oregon game. Mm-hmm. Was a blowout. There's 100
1: new people in that program, and he won three more games yeah, Washington, than the guy did last year. Washington
0: State was a blowout, but otherwise, yeah, you know, so they were they they were in a lot of games. There are people that are pointing and laughing at this, not
1: realizing the reality of how bad this team was. Absolutely. Like one score losses, there's some portion of the CU fan base is like, oh, hey, we looked a lot better this year. All
0: right, so we'll, we'll so. talk with Mark Johnson about it also about last night's uh, Buffs loss to CSU in basketball mm. game we had here on the team. All right, time for What's Happening? All right, brought to you by ComWest, your technology partner. They help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally. One call, one team, one goal, helping your business grow with surveillance. They can install cameras. They can also provide a new business phone system, cybersecurity, and backup and disaster recovery. Call them today. They're your technology service partner, ComWest, 970-242-8142. Or go to comwestcorp.com. All right, lead things off with the return of the Blue Arrow, the defending NBA champion Nuggets. Welcome back, Jamal Murray. in Denver's 134-124 home win winston tonight over the Houston Rockets. Murray missed 11 games due to a hamstring injury and scored 16 points. Nikola Jokic was also back after sitting out a game with a back strain and dropped in 32 points, had 15 assists, and pulled down 10 rebounds for a seventh triple-double of the season. Nuggets forward Michael Porter Jr. hit seven threes and scored 30 points in the win, and PJ says it's great to have the band back together. I mean, Jamal being back helped. Obviously, you know, we all feel very comfortable with him running the point guard. He knows how to make reads, so... That helped a lot, and then besides that, we just play with a better pace. You know, we play good at home. We have a lost at home, so good energy in the building, and we like to play at the crib. As MPJ mentioned, Nuggets are nine and zero at home. Denver's thirteen and six. They trail Minnesota by a game for the Western Conference lead for the first time since 2017. Colorado State defeated in-state rival Colorado 88-83 in Wednesday night's men's basketball clash at Moby Arena. Rams fans stormed the floor after the 20th-ranked CSU Rams moved to 7-0 behind 20 points from guard Isaiah Stevens. The Buffs fall to 5-2 with K.J. Simpson scoring a game-high 30 points. Two 6-5 teams with playoff aspirations meet Sunday in Houston when the Broncos play at the Texans. Houston rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud is a frontrunner for the AFC Offensive Rookie of the Year. And Denver coach Sean Payton says it's more than just Stroud that's making the difference for the Texans. They have the young receiver, Tank, who's playing well. The defensive end from Alabama is playing well. The quarterback, you know, they're having success, and they're 6-5. And, and And so you definitely see the explosives on tape. They've been down late, and come back. There's a confidence they have. Rookie receiver Tank Dell has over 700 yards and seven touchdowns this season, but is questionable for Sunday as he goes to the concussion protocol. Pre-game starts Sunday morning at 9 with kickoff at 11. On the Team Sports Network tonight, it's Thursday Night Football. Seattle takes on Dallas with pre-game at 5.30. Cudderwood Mesa soccer players Savaline Randall and Abby Fotheringham are D2CCA, all South Central Region selections. Randall selected the first team and leads the Mavericks in goals with 15. Fotheringham is a second-team selection, has five goals and four assists. The CMU women face UCCS tonight at 5 o'clock at Community Hospital Unity Field in the South Central Regional Final. The winner of that match faces the winner of the West Regional between Point Loma and Seattle Pacific in Saturday's D2 National Quarterfinal at CMU. Also, CMU men's goalkeeper Diego Chavez and defender Raymond Jackson were named to the second-team D2 CCA All-South Central Region team. And it's the first day of the Warrior Challenge Boys Basketball Tournament out at Central High School. Grand Junction faces Rifle in the first game today. That's at 3.30. We'll have coverage of all four games Saturday right here on the Team Sports Network. And that's a look at what's happening this morning. What's happening? Brought to you by Comwest, your technology service partner. If you need IT help for your business, call them today at Comwest, 970-242-8142 or go to comwestcorp.com. Coming up next, Mark Johnson voiced the Buffaloes on the Jim Davis Show.
1: I'm a big sports addict. I like sports. 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 This is the Jim Davis Show on the team. 101 FM, 1340 AM, Grand Junction.
2: 102.1 FM, Delta Montrose.
0: All right, welcome back. 726. Jim along with the Buckeye boy. Trying to track down Mark Johnson. It was a late no. night last night. I did track. I did. Efforting. I did text Mark yesterday to say, "Hey, do you still want to do 7:20?" Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I, it's just for Collins, but they do a lot of post, uh, show, post stuff. show stuff. And so I, but uh, Mark said he was good to go. We will try to track down yeah. Mark. It might even be later later on this morning. He might have. Uh, I forgot that he said he could still do 7:20. I ran out a bumper, but uh, that's another band I'd like. Anvil, that'd be fun. Oh yeah, I'd go see Anvil. Did you ever watch the Anvil documentary? No. Started to watch it, didn't watch all of it.
1: Did you see? There's going to be a second Spinal Tap.
0: Yes, I They're did see on that. On board. I'm excited about that. I'm
1: cautiously excited. Because it could very, very easily get into Hangover Two territory. Like this is not as funny as it should be.
0: Well, you saw where Bradley Cooper said he would he would do, he would do a Hangover Four. four. Yeah. But why? <laughs> why? Does anybody anybody clamoring for Hangover Four after Hangover Three, which I watched thirty minutes of it and said, "I'm good." That's twenty five minutes <laughs> more than I have. I gave I tried to give it a fair shake, kind of like Anchorman Two, because mm-hmm. I loved Anchorman. I gave it thirty minutes and I just go, I can't do it. The first I just Hangover
1: can't. was great.
0: It was fantastic.
1: Kind of new ish, yeah, and a little over the top, and then it was too much Ken Jeong and too much Zach Galifianakis yeah in the second absolutely just a little dab will do you of those two in that particular role Zach Galifianakis is hilarious but not front of the poster hilarious no for 95 minutes no 22 with three commercial breaks killer absolute killer
0: not yeah definitely not enough Brian Cooper not minutes. enough Ed Helms. Yep. And there's always the other guy that they're going there for his wedding. Yeah. And we always forget. Doug, because Doug, you never cause Doug never gets it's those three guys. Mm-hmm. And then there's the guy I don't even know they're who just played looking Doug. For Doug. Yeah, I um, don't even know. I don't even know who played Doug. Oh, I wasn't anybody real well known, was it? That I can think of. He's a that guy. Yeah, he's been a lot of stuff, but but he's not the part of the wolf pack. Right. He's hmm. uh who is it?
1: Justin Bartha is Doug. Um, let's see Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was in the Hangover movies, obviously Uh, he was in National Treasure Failure to Launch
0: Just a couple other Just random movies there Some TV shows, so See, Steve had a text yesterday So, the favorite Colorado team That didn't win a championship That'd be a good one sometime Yeah, it would Maybe we'll roll that out tomorrow Maybe we'll save that for Monday Uh, 93 Nuggets but also, Sonny Lubick's Rams. A couple of years there were Sonny had some mm-hmm. 10 win teams. And yeah. Uh, let's see. We did this is one that's a leftover from yesterday for Wine About a Wednesday. Road names with letters with fractions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That one's a little hard, especially for a young kid trying to pass math. What's a B and a half road? E-
0: exactly. Wait, what? Uh, what? What's that? G and seven-tenths. Yep. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad band names uh, Guru Gary had a hoobastank, which it's like a California regional phrase, and I can't remember what what it referred to. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up one time. It's a very regional kind of thing. Uh, let's see. Bands you'd like to see. And we got a nice text from Rick Nelson, American Family yeah. Insurance, uh, the interview uh, that we did with uh, Steve Hill yesterday. The Ridgeway coach. We had a nice. lot of fun time with Steve and his wife Diane and his son Scott and uh, his daughter Jana about uh, the gym induction or the uh, court dedication at uh, Ridgeway High School Saturday once again at 1245.
1: Yeah, it's pretty be- nice.
0: Before they take on uh, DeBeck. So make sure you get out there and support if you're listening along mm-hmm. uh, the, the Highway 50 quarter. Throw the uh, records out on those two teams. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Jamie. Matchbox 20. It's a good band. Yeah. I like go see Rob Thomas in Matchbox Twenty.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd, they'd be okay. If we yeah, if we got free tickets, I'd go.
0: <laughs> not gonna pay, but sure.
1: It's just, I mean, it's not my jam, but I appreciate the musicianship, right? Like, it'd be a good time, right? I don't think I'd be like this was boring for two hours. I no. would enjoy no, myself. You'd, you'd enjoy it, yeah. I'm not gonna pay money to go see them. No offense.
0: Yeah, I, I. They're they're on that area where if they were here and the ticket price was right yeah if
1: we probably. got the company-wide email like i have three pairs of maps i'm like you know what yeah you know let's sure let's do that take the wife absolutely so
0: uh
1: let's see he also appreciates you nodding and agreeing as i reel off some random obscure metal bands <laughs> like yeah ma'am.
0: who me yeah yeah i'm like sure sure that's that's that
1: exactly that'd be great lacuna well, coil is. is like the
0: only one that i even <laughs> you you I'm, know. Like, I'm like i and ex- Exodus, yeah, obviously. In Exodus. Uh Overkill. We played Overkill when I was in college. Yeah. They've been around for a very long time. They sound exactly the same. But so that was, there's yeah. there's my three. Bobby but, Blitz. But I feel good that I at least knew three. You knew three, yeah. That's so that's not bad. We'll, uh, get, you, we'll get you out to the other ones if they come yeah, through town. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. Get you some earplugs. Uh, Mike in Scottsdale. Good morning, muchachos. I hate losing to CSU in any sport. Quick expert analysis. Ten less free throw attempts and eight more turnovers. Easy to analyze that loss. Buffs are still learning to play together. It'll be better in March. Realistic fantasy in Grand Junction. Mammoth, WVH, uh, Wolfies. Yes. I've listened to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's a good band to see when you're waiting to see the band you paid to see. That's a valid point. (laughs) Yes. Like, I would have... If I would have gone to see him opening for Metallica, he would have been awesome. But if I pay to see him, I'm probably like, this is not really what, like, I'll just listen to the CD, thanks.
0: Because I've listened to a couple songs from, number one, why does it have to have his initials in it? Why? Why can't it just be Mammoth, which was one of the early yeah. names for Why can't you just Van be Van Wolfgang Van Halen? Or be Wolfgang, be one of the other. Be one yeah. of the other. If you want to pay tribute to the original Van Halen, mm-hmm. great. Be Mammoth. Uh, i think it's i think their stuff's very boring listen to it and I'm it's
1: just, really paint by numbers and it's, it's kind of a bummer pretty generic hard rock stuff mm-hmm. which has its place which does I, he's gonna make a very fine living but yeah. just not not he's for a, me he's a good little bassist yeah again get that email say hey we got 17 <laughs> pairs to mammoth
0: yeah WVH. that's that's one to be i would be i would have to it would be a free ticket yeah i wouldn't pay to go see Mammoth Mm. WVH.
1: Yeah, hey, the station also has backstage passes. Sure. (laughs) Sure, why not? Go see somebody that's kind of my shape, (laughs) succeeding at life. There you go. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, so we're trying to track down Mark Johnson. Uh, I have not heard from Mark. We have the buff signal out. We have the buff signal out, yes. But uh, hopefully we'll have Mark on sometime this morning. Uh, Remains to be seen. All right, 7.33. But uh, we will have, we take Ben Johnson out of the 7 o'clock hour. Mm Mm-hmm. Perhaps Ben Johnson might be on later with us. There's a little tease for you, <coughs> Delta Panthers coach. But uh, Dutch Johnson, or Grand did Junction. He, did he do something uh, last his, week? He was involved. He, he was involved very heavily something involved. Noteworthy and in something pretty noteworthy okay. last Saturday. So uh, Dutch Johnson, though, still keep no it relation. The, No, no relation. Dutch Johnson, Grand Junction boys basketball coach. Uh, we'll uh, will join us coming up Back a little bit.
1: And better than ever.
0: Uh, oh, our uh, our colleague, Tired Franzen. Oh, wow. Now, Bob, is it still Wednesday to Tired Franzen? Could be. I don't could know. Could be still Wednesday. But he says that uh, Mammoth WVH is opening for the Foo Fighters at Empower Field in August. So
1: again, a great way to see Mammoth WVH while waiting to watch the band you paid to see. <laughs> Perfectly fine with that. Yeah. There's and been- there's plenty of people that have made a very good living, living opening for real bands. And... Maybe Mammoth is going to be in that area.
0: And one of the the oddest opening ones I ever saw, when we went to see, Nick and I went to go see uh, Guns N' Roses Mm -hmm. at Empower Field. And the opening act was Sturgill Simpson. And talk about two genres that don't really, Sturgill Simpson's more americana-ish at times also straight up rock like
1: this incarnation but, of gnr has been doing that they had yeah, carrie underwood open carry underwood some yeah, they
0: ride. always had some very yeah they mm-hmm. have very different this is kind of when it all started having like who why would sturgle simpson yeah. open for guns and roses he was great i caught a piece he of, was of carrie like, underwood yeah he was fantastic he was really good
1: talking about her love of gnr and then she played a Guns and roses song and it was from chinese Democracy. I'm like, you're either a really big Axl Rose fan or you're not a Guns N' Roses fan.
0: <laughs> or somebody told you, or you have happy to go, that sounds like a nice song. Yeah. Let's do that one. Like,
1: I have never heard, because I've never listened to that
0: album front to back. And I'm like, I've never heard, I have, Guns N' Roses? I have, and it's... I looked
1: it up, and I'm like, you're just kind of like, mm, okay.
0: Okay. Like Shackler's Revenge yeah. off that album's okay. I,
1: uh, a weirdest opener, Devin Townsend, solo, opening for Avatar. Like, Solo wall of sound doing acoustic Devin Townsend weird Canadian randomness for Avatar. That was a weird 45 minutes. I felt like I was stoned. <laughs> Having never been stoned, I was like, <laughs>
0: you felt you, what is going on? This is on? what you think it would probably feel like. Is this
1: actually happening or am I just imagining most of this?
0: All right, 736. Um, still looking for Mark Johnson's text. Feel like Jim Brockmeyer. Yeah. Still waiting for something. No one's listening. Nobody's listening. Still waiting for something to happen. So we will do, we'll make this happen. It's time for Soundcheck.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Before we get into the meat of Soundcheck, the topic of Soundcheck is Joe Buck. Did you see him talking about the Randy Moss faux mooning incident where he calls his reaction essentially ridiculous and about how it was kind of a stupid thing to say it was a disgusting act because it kind of wasn't. It
0: really wasn't disgusting, yeah. And he
1: says the person who is the absolute nicest to his wife on the set at ESPN
0: is Randy Moss. Is Randy Moss.
1: But this was from Monday night's game because there was nothing to talk about during the game. One of the dropped interceptions Troy Aikman started talking about and Joe Buck nails the internet news cycle to a T to the sideline and nearly intercepted for the second time tonight by Jalen johnson
0: boy Jalen johnson he was sitting out there just waiting for that route and he knew where the first down marker was he's got hawkinson so he's not worried about hawkinson so much running by him and he's just now that was a ball I mentioned the one, he doesn't want to hear about it, I know. I mentioned the one that he dropped last week against Detroit that likely wins the game if he makes that play. Detroit scores on the very next play. That's a pick six again. So back-to-back weeks, he has an opportunity for a pick six, just unable to make the play. He can't hear you now anyway. No, but he's got family. He will just hear about it after and then (laughs) be mad and probably post something online. And then you'll hear about it for the rest of
1: the week. And then we'll all forget about it. I was 100% on the nose. He'll hear about it online and be mad and put something online and then (laughs) talk about it for a week, and then everybody will forget about it. That's really – he
0: understands how the cycle works. exactly. Joe Buckwood. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and uh, Grand Junction Tigers boys basketball coach Dutch Johnson joins us next on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network.
1: It's your morning sports and more. It's the Jim Davis Show on the team. Talking Grand Junction Tigers sports on the Jim
2: Davis Show.
0: And Grand Junction Tigers boys basketball coach Dutch Johnson brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance for a free comparison. Call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. Dutch Johnson joins us on the Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line. Good morning, Dutch. How are you?
2: Oh, I'm good, guys. Good
0: morning. How are you? Doing well, and uh, you, you're back in the saddle. We talked to you here recently about uh, taking over the reins once again of, of the Grand Junction Tigers boys basketball program. So uh, it uh, the second uh, tour of duty for Dutch Johnson begins with Rifle today at uh, the Warrior Challenge. Kind of take us uh, through Dutch, what uh, you've seen from your team in, in practices uh, leading up to the, the start of the Warrior Challenge and the start of the season. Um, yeah,
2: you know, practices have been. They've been good. We've, uh, you know, they've been busy. Um, Just we've had a lot to implement and a lot to introduce. So they've, we've been throwing a lot at them. Uh, Trying to keep it simple, but still throwing a lot at them. But, um, you know, the execution has been really well. I thought last night we had a great practice. And, um, you know, I know. Probably every team is in the same boat, tired of, of playing against each other and beating up on each other. So we're t- ready to see some, some new uniforms today.
0: When you implement new things, um, kind of take us through where maybe your guys have had the, the, the biggest learning curve on, on the, the defensive end, the offensive end. Where's it been maybe the the biggest uh, challenge in terms of guys kind of getting on the same page with what you want to do?
2: Probably both. I don't know if I could pinpoint just one thing. Um you know, and it's it's still basketball, right? We're still trying to find easy ways to score and, and, and keep teams from scoring. So, at the end of the day, it's still basketball, but, you know, the terminology's probably been a little bit different, and, um, and the way we do certain things has been a little bit different. Um, you know, obviously, you just bringing new leadership, there's going to be a change in, in a lot. There's gonna be a new change in culture and, and program and what you do. So, um, you know, it's been a lot that we've thrown at them in these last two weeks, but thankfully, we've got a lot of uh, really mature kids that have responded and I think they're ready to go
0: Dutch Johnson coach of the Grand Junction Tigers boys basketball team with us we've talked about Will Applegate uh, multi-sports standout who was the leading scorer leading rebounder for the Tigers last year almost 10 points per game almost uh, seven rebounds per contest when you when you talk about front court play uh, uh, and in uh, lost a graduation he was a guy that provided some of that size up front but uh, but a player that uh, I think was intriguing last year got some minutes as a freshman. Andrew Henderson, he's about six five, got a, got a thin frame. Probably will will fill out certainly as he as he grows older. But uh, Andrew Henderson uh, certainly is a player that, that has a skill set, at least a, some physical tools. That looks like he could uh, really emerge as a bigger player for you in the front court.
2: Yes, I I, I think so. And he is, uh, you know, he's really impressed me this fall at open gyms and a practice a big stink as we like to call him um but he does a lot of good things he does bring that size and you'd be really shocked and surprised how well that kid moves for how big he is how well he moves his feet and i think he could guard multiple positions um you know offensively i think he could play a little bit on the perimeter he could play down low he's a good rebounder uh and and again like i said for his size he's very athletic so i mean i don't know if you've ever watched him play baseball but watching him make plays in the infield it's uh, the kid can really move his feet. So we're excited about him. And sometimes you got to remind yourself that he's a 15-, 16-year-old sophomore.
0: Dutch Johnson coach of the Grand Junction Tigers boys basketball team with us. They open up the Warrior Challenge at Central today at 3.30 when they take on the Rifle Bears. And, and also when you have a player like Brett Wojtek, uh, who um, was going to go on, of course, play college uh, baseball over at UCCS, that uh, having that kind of uh, upperclassman experience, that leadership uh, certainly Dutch helps you and as you return to to the bench and, and being the head coach of this team.
2: It really does. And bwo has kind of been, you know our leader since since day one since I kind of took back over. and he's just kind of our kind of our calming presence, you know, and uh, we start to get a little rattled and coach Johnson starts to get very angry at practice. Uh, you know, bwo is the one that kind of brings the group together and uh, so he's been a great leader for us, um, you know kind of a unanimously voted as our team captain so uh and again he's just a very kind of a high iq guy that that can do a lot of things for us so uh, always important to have a guy like B well on the team
0: for you it's it's been many years since you've been the head coach you were uh, with mike DeGeorge george for a while as an assistant over Colorado mesa and then and then stepped away from that i mean how anxious is the head coach to be coaching once again be the head coach uh, and, and have that uh, that, that tip-off today out at uh, Central High School. How anxious are you, Dutch, about this return to the bench?
2: Hey, I, I am pretty anxious. Um, you know, it's funny. You forget about all the little things. Um, you know, when you're that coach, we were practicing yesterday, and I or yesterday, right before practice, one of the guys like, hey, coach, what are we going to do for pregame warm-ups? I have, I have no idea. So, uh, you know, there's so much off the court that goes into it uh that kind of distracts you a little bit but uh you know definitely some some good nervous energy yesterday and today and um i guess excited to be, be the head coach of the tigers again grand
0: junction tigers boys basketball coach dutch johnson with us today on the team sports network you open up with rifle today 3 30 out at uh, central high school and and rifle they've uh, already uh, got a game under their belt uh they play glenwood springs and got pretty much handled by uh, Glenwood Springs, uh, losing 92 to 31. Uh, some of their guys, uh, coming off course, the state championship football game from this past weekend. And, uh, don't have any numbers for rifles in terms of, of numbers from that game. But, uh, what have you, what have you learned about the rifle bears, uh, the team you'll see today to open up the warrior challenge?
2: Yeah. And you said they have one game under their belt, but they also have one practice under their belt, right? Coming off the of football state championship. I know they have a few kids, uh, that were on that football team that are playing. So they're obviously going to be better than than probably what they showed. uh, You know, that score was on Tuesday. Um, But Coach Smalls has kind of taken that scout for this first game, and he's familiar with their personnel and and watched that first game. And so he's going to kind of lead the scout today in pregame uh, for them. But obviously they're going to be better than the score we saw on Tuesday. right? they got a very athletic kid, three-sport athlete that – uh again was was playing off one practice so um we don't want our guys to to read anything into that score because we know and a a first-year coach there as well so we know they'll be better than the the score that we saw on Tuesday.
0: Logan Gross a tremendous basketball player 6'5 kid quarterback the the rifle bears to the state championship game a guy that can shoot a little bit from the outside certainly a tremendous player that they have Dutch and, and Logan Gross.
2: He is a very athletic kid, multi-sport athlete, and he's just capable of doing so much on the court, uh, especially with that athleticism. So, um, you know, when I just go back and watch when, when Johnson played Rifle last year, um, he really hurt us on the glass. So, we're just gonna have to make sure that we're physical and get a body on him and and find the best possible matchup for him. But uh, he is a he is a one of a kind special athlete, and he'll definitely draw some attention.
0: And there's a little bit of history with rifle in the postseason, where where the Tigers uh, a couple of years ago lost a rifle in the in the state basketball tournament. W, obviously, you were you were not coaching at that time, but but there's a little a little history going back to a, a couple of seasons ago.
2: Yeah, and I've I've heard some of the seniors mention that, uh, you know, this week at practice. So I'm sure they got that in the back of their mind. Um, I didn't even like really realize it until. I heard a couple of kids say something, and you just mentioned it. So um, if that's a little fuel for the fire for our guys, perfect. <laughs>
0: exactly what uh, Dr. Johnson ordered. Uh, a little <laughs> a little motivation for the first game of the season at the Warrior Challenge. Hey, Dutch, I, I appreciate the time. Of course, we'll have coverage of the Warrior Challenge uh, all four games this Saturday with coverage starting at 8.30 Saturday morning on the Team Sports Network. Uh, good luck today against uh, Rifle Dutch, and uh, thanks again for coming on. We'll talk to you again soon.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate
0: it. All right. Dutch Johnson, coach of the Grand Junction Tigers boys basketball team with us on the program this morning. All right. Text or call us 970-242-1340. Jim along with the Buckeye boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles coming up next hour. Cody Rourke with our uh, Broncos report. Also go around the NFL as well. You got something? What are we doing for warmups,
1: coach? Uh, (laughs) I don't know. It's a good question. Layups. Good question, Johnny. Layup line. (laughs) Yeah, but it's those things that you don't really, you know, think about when you come back because you're, you know, trying to like, okay, what all? First of all, what all has changed with who high schoolers are now from the last time I was coach? All that trying to juggle that. Okay, who's my personnel? What do I, am I gonna? What are we gonna do for warm-ups?
0: Oh yeah, we that on Thursday. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll 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 go out there and figure it yeah. out. But I know that. uh the, the Dutch is thrilled to be back coaching and and uh, you know Isaac Madison left the program in really really good you know mm-hmm. position. and so uh, Isaac of course coached with Dutch was on his bench previously before Dutch yeah. stepped down and was working over at cal Mesa. so uh, uh, it's uh, it's a program that uh, started to they kind of build back some success the last couple of years mm-hmm. with uh, with runs to the postseason. So uh, uh, see what happens uh, today with Grand Junction taking on rifle three thirty out at uh, Central High School the first day of the Warrior Challenge and basketball all night long. And we're going to talk Fruitland Monument mm-hmm. basketball with uh, Wildcats coach Michael Wells coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. So uh, we'll dive into that.
1: Oh, a lot of basketball
0: oh, Saturday. A yeah, lot 18. of basketball between the, the Warrior Challenge mm-hmm. and between uh, Colorado Mesa over Metro State as well. Uh, part of a very busy Saturday, what, uh, six games six in total? Six games. Co- back to back to back to back to back to back. Coming up on Saturday, right here on the I team. I had to count out my backs. <laughs> you need a get back guy. Yeah. You count your get back, your, I did. your I backs. Did Chris
1: Berman. <laughs> back, back, back. How many back, back, back to back to back to back to back is that?
0: All right, so Texter call us today. But band that you would love to see come here and play in town that's realistic, okay? Yeah. Not not a Metallica or somewhere or like U2 or somebody like that. Um, let's be realistic about it. Somebody think would come and play at Lost Colonius or, or the other venues or Well, some town. weird stuff at times. Like,
1: they're a huge, huge, massive band. But if they're like, you know what, we're gonna go play in kind of the middle of nowhere, Colorado. People would be like, eh, "All right, you too, I guess." You could see makes them sense. just, yep. Yeah. Yeah,
0: they're, they're out in Vegas. Who so knows? Video
1: on the monument or something. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, you just can something. See that. Bono goes, "Let's go to Colorado."
1: You <laughs> <laughs> see, he's in the news final tap. Apparently,
0: <laughs> he's Irish. He's not British. <laughs> These babs go to eleven. <laughs> oh, it's not what, Nigel Tufnell or whatever? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Bono. I'm, I'm sorry, man.
1: <laughs> Why not make seven I, louder? Why not make 10 louder? These go to 11. But, they,
0: but it goes to 11. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, hour two coming up. Also, uh, you'll get a chance to play the Piles' favorite game on a Thursday, which is, of course, chance to win a case of beer from New Belgium Brewery and High country beverage next hour so you got a text from kurt kurt who had a complaint yesterday there's too many Kurt's and curtises mm-hmm. and kirks texting into the program yeah. so we
1: uh, we narrowed it a little bit
0: okay so we kind of got it to where we know which kurt is which thank you so uh i, I like i like the the thank way you. you've labeled this out yes. here too it's perfect uh he he went and saw you too and no doubt opened gwen Stefani and no doubt back in the day See, now that's a great opener. That'd be a great show. Yeah, that's the the opener. All not quite to the level of the the main mm-hmm. act, but but close in the neighborhood. Yeah, in in the zip code of you two. All right, so we'll take a break. We'll come back. Text or call us. Chick Fil A Breakfast Team phone line nine seven zero two four two thirteen forty. Jim, along with uh, the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. So, if you got some thoughts on acts you'd like to see play here in town, also. Coach Prime losing commitments, losing coaches. How concerned are you about the University of Colorado football program right now with Coach Prime? We'll take a break. We'll come back with Hour 2.